Welcome to yet another episode of the Keep It or Change Cars podcast. It is proudly brought to you by Change Cars, South Africa's most trusted online car buying platform. And Change Cars proudly endorses Discovery as the go-to insurance if you're looking for vehicle insurance. We've got two very important people in studio. Alex Shahini. In no particular order. In no particular, exactly. Uh, But we'll, we'll start with our guest over here. Alex, you are the digital editor of Car Magazine. Correct. So you, you know what you're talking about. I'd, I'd hope so at this point <laughs> in my career. <laughs> and then we've got the owner of Change Cars, Michael Pursuit. Are you well? Always good. Good to be here. You looking good. Oh, thank you. Ready for a great show. Ready for a great show. So we'll get into it. I think so. Obviously, we dish out advice on this podcast, motoring related, anything you have, email us at podcast at changecars.co.za and we will answer it. Our very first question is from Tebojo, who's from Alberton. And he's only 23 years old, right? And he's interested in a career in journalism, ideally motor journalism. And I think we've got... Perfect for both of you two. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We've got the right people in the studio, myself and Alex. Absolutely. Listen, I think out of all types of journalism, motoring is the best kind. I think think, so too. I think we have the best, you know, risk to to reward ratio. We get Mm -hmm. to drive cool cars. We get to do cool things. So there's obviously that benefit to it um, in comparison to a lot of other journalists I know that have a lot more conventionally hard jobs. Well, being an investigative journalist at the moment is yeah. pretty dangerous. I reckon you've got a bit exactly. of a, a target on your head. I mean, nobody's coming to you from Ford Motor Company and saying, you dissed the Ford Ranger. So that's safe. Yeah, yeah, listen safe. Well, <laughs> well, let me put it like this. We go we, When we go out on launches, we spend copious amounts of time having I'd say parties with them Standing. just to keep it PG. Mm-hmm. And, you know, those are essentially the people that we, um, you know, that we build relationships with. So definitely the best form of motor, of, of journalism. In so my he's opinion. on the right track. I think so. I think okay. so. Lovely. So his first question is, what is the difference between an influencer and a journalist? I'll let you handle that, Alex. Now, it's interesting. Just before you answer that, yeah. I personally often hear this term. The, yeah, yeah. And a year, two, three years ago, I'm honest with you, I hadn't heard the term influencer. Oh. Now you just hear it constantly. So You used to call me an influencer in the beginning. Because you influenced me. But <laughs> <laughs> I hope only in the good way. Correct. But I mean, yourself, you would be able to answer that. Yeah. So, obviously, we we are automotive journalists. Mm. We um, There's obviously a a big differ- differentiation between the two mm-hmm. and an influencer generally varies in terms of they've got a large following and they try to appeal to their following by right. by being given certain things or by be- being given cars makeup clothing pretty much anything tangible that can be bought motoring journalists on the other hand um and obviously this is my opinion on it mm-hmm. but we're a lot more seasoned we know we know a lot more technical information the technical terminology in most cases, um, if not all of them, we're better drivers. I've, oh. I've, I've been behind the wheel I with, agree. with some influences where I have feared for my life. Mm-hmm. But um, look, I mean, I'm a nice guy. You know, we get behind the wheels of these cars. I try and um, in the times I've been, you know, paired with a with an influencer when we go on launches or drives, um, I just try and give them a bit of, you know, background as to what it is we do and, um, you know, the expectations that the manufacturers have from us. I know they're generally quite different, but essentially... You know, if you wanted to get a credible source of information for anything motoring related, you'd go to a journalist rather than an influencer. Because that was my next in my in my opinion, an influencer is is le- is is more susceptible to be biased because they are being given someone uh, they're being given something sometimes tangible they're being paid. to be exactly, and sometimes yeah. they're being 
which obviously makes them more likely to you know, be biased towards the manufacturer that they're giving. So they might not give you the full truth. They might only give you the pros and not the cons. So if you want something, you know, completely well-rounded and an impartial take on a car, the journalist or, you know, a credible source of um, a credible publications where you go. So obviously I'm with Car Magazine, which is one of the, which is the oldest motoring mm. publication in South Africa. 1957. You know your stuff. So Thank he's you. a walking encyclopedia. I need to call him Carpedia. <laughs> Literally, there's nothing he doesn't Thank know. You. But it really is 1957. It really is 1957. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> crazy. So motoring authority in South Africa. Then. For I mean, sure. Yeah. I think, I think you know, as a child um, or as children, we, we, we all grew up and we all had the magazines around the house. Of course, of course. That's obviously one of the reasons I got into cars, which I think is the next, which, which I think is Tebojo's next question mm. i had the most incredible experience mm. uh, two weeks ago somebody who saw our show all things motoring said i like what you guys are doing i've got old car magazines from the 70s and 80s that i'd like to give away to a good home i've quickly convinced him that i had a good home <laughs> but just talking about the influencers and again there's a place for everybody i yeah, think yeah, you yeah. would agree on that yeah i get the impression an influencer is there to get TikTok views, Correct. be funky, Social be media. fun. And again, there's definitely a place, but no yeah. question. If I needed an opinion mm. on a car, I'm going to go to, and I use the word seasoned, a seasoned journalist. Somebody like yourself, clearly somebody like yourself, even though you are early 30s, under 30, you know your stuff. Mm. How long have you been doing this for my Oscar, Alex? Believe it or not, I've been in the motoring sphere for only two and a half years now. Wow. So it's really? been it's been a very short journey, but I've always had a passion for cars. And mm. I believe if you if, if you let your passion lead, you will do well. No mm. question. And yeah, you know, COVID came around in 2020 and it obviously had a very tumultuous effect on many people's lives. And I was able to pursue this 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 career, which I now find myself in. So um, only two and a half years to answer your question, but uh, the experience and the and the memories and the and the experiences that I've had are are worth a lifetime already. And I think the other important thing which you mentioned is passion. So I look at a lot of influencers, um, people who just come in because the cars are cool. You don't know much about the cars. You don't have a passion That's for cars. You need passion to do this. You know, you need to know what That's you're talking true. about. You need a passion. You need to learn and discover and keep learning about new products. It's not just about a cool looking car that I'm driving. And, right? to, and to build on that, the industry is ever changing. I mean, yeah. we're transitioning into an electric future. So what we see now and what we'll see in five years time isn't going to be the same Totally thing. different. Amazing. What Two else did Tabucho want to know? So Tabucho also wants to know, are there any major publications in the industry that offer internships for aspiring uh, motoring journalists? Do you know of any? Car Magazine, possibly? Car Magazine do. Uh -huh. uh, unfortunately, they're all filled at the moment, but we oh, normally have you know, internship programs running. They're normally um, shared on social media, so just mm -hmm. keep an eye out if you are. But like, what are we talking about? 25,000, 30,000 internships a year? No, just kidding. <laughs> no, cheap as I wish. This, just unfortunately, this isn't Google, but... But what is so nice, mm. Tabor's question, mm. your answer all the internships are full. Just shows you that there's a there's genuine desire yeah. to get into this industry. Yeah. And that is the sustainability of this yeah. industry. That's Superb. Awesome. But also the Guild has an internship pro program going. That's true. Um, I don't know and how you it part works. Of the, you part of the Guild? I am. So oh, you part of the Guild? I'm not part of the Guild, <laughs> okay. but I know, I know you're a pretty big proponent of them. So you know what you're talking about when it comes yes. to that. So they do have an internship program. I don't want to sit on the fence. I'm also not <laughs> part of the Guild. <laughs> So yeah, check that out and see if you come right there. We'd love to have you as a journalist one day. Yeah, look, the, just uh, just to build on that, the bottom line is yeah. most major publications do mm. have opportunities. You just got to keep mm. your eye, 
keep tuned in social media with that. Obviously, they don't come very often. Mm, um, mm. My recommendation would be send your CV and send your documents through any portfolios that you could through um, to anyone that ha- that is linked to that publication. That would probably be the best bet of you know making those inroads. As a businessman who owns change cards, I always look. What would I want? So you mm. just spoke about sending your CV. Mm. There's no question. Hundreds of people mm. literally are going to want to get involved. Send a CV. Make a case why you are the best. Mm. Outline what it Motivate. is that you can bring. If you can just be another influencer or journalist, well, we don't need you. Yeah, Show yeah. us what is your talent. Tell us about your yeah. knowledge. Awesome, because man. because remember, the important thing here is we get to drive really cool cars most mm-hmm. of the time. Obviously, it's not, not the case permanently. But th- that means a lot of people want to be in this industry. Mm-hmm. And obviously, there's mm-hmm. only I'm a certain you. amount I'm with you. You're convincing of... me. Carry on. Carry on. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't look like you're doing too badly <laughs> with, your, with, your, with your 9 to 5. Though, <laughs> but the bottom line is, you know, the... The more people that are applying, the more you've got to be able to to distinguish yourself and have mm, that unique yeah, fact, um, yeah. or that unique aspect that makes you that differentiates you from everyone else. But I also think we need to highlight the part that there it is a job. It's not just fun and games job. with cars. There is a job aspect to it, like your job. What do you do? Well, just context. The time is currently half past four. I woke up this morning. I spent my entire day behind the computer. There you go. So you know, once once a week, once every two weeks, you'll, you'll go out to a launch. You'll go yeah. do something fun. But for the most part, it's it's about keeping things ticking over. Whether you're a whether yeah. you're a, a journalist, an editor. Anything in between, it, it Writing, isn't all sunshine editing. and rainbows as you'd see it on oh, Top Gear yeah. or, or as as automotive influencers do on YouTube. You look at the incredible publication that is Car Magazine. It truly is an incredible publication. comes out once a month, if I'm mm. not mistaken, about the 25th of the month. So what goes into that doesn't yeah. start on the 24th, no, the 23rd, 22nd. And it's a lot of I pressure. I guarantee you every month. You know what the deadline is, and you just make that deadline. It's a lot of pressure. And it's not because anybody's stuck at or anything like that. What is it? Just so much that can go wrong, so much that goes into it, so much information to process. Well, just to digress very slightly. So I'm obviously the digital side of things, mm-hmm. but I do contribute to to the print magazine as well, which is obviously a great honor. Like I said, I grew up reading them. So mm-hmm. having my name in that magazine is incredible. Of course. I went on that Rolls-Royce Spectre exclusive drive in Franschhoek, mm-hmm. and that happened two and a half months before it went into the magazine. So just going back to the to the discussion of an influencer and a journalist, influencers and people that uh, leverage social media, they're very, very important in the industry because essentially what they do goes out immediately. Obviously, we mm. do that as well, you know, uh, with the digital arm of the of um, of Car Magazine. But, you know, that news of the of the Rolls-Royce Spectre or launch that would have happened last week is only going to be in the, mu- in, in the issue in two, three months' time. So that's obviously the inherent issue. But they warm the up the magazine. audience almost for you. Yeah. So, I mean, <laughs> I mean, that's obviously the full fat article. Nice. You're getting all your information, beautiful photos, stats. So what you're seeing in there is is something beautiful. And it's, you know, it's an age-old argument of, why well, read a book when you could have a Kindle? But it's nice okay. when you have the pages mm. of the book and you smell that that paper. So in, in a way, I don't ever believe that, um, you know, print magazines will ever become dead. Mm-hmm. They might become very thin and few in between. But obviously, the world's heading to a very visual landscape. People also, want a now see. landscape. Yeah, I want it now. Exactly. Mm. I mean, we consume things at a, at an alarming rate to mm. the point where I mean, you go into that's why Instagram TikTok Reels so popular, and TikTok. Right? Of course, of course, you will go on for fifteen minutes, and half an hour after you've gone on, you probably won't remember the thing that you've seen. Mm, so crazy. yeah, that uh, just linking back to obviously that first question. The interesting about the magazine mm. for me, you read something online. 
I really do believe you'll never read it again. You take an August edition of 2016 mm-hmm. car magazine, it's in the cupboard, it's next to you in the toilet, whatever the case may be, call a spade a spade, and you'll read it again and again. I take it on board much more yeah. in print form than I do in, on Google, and I'm not knocking it. Is it oh, because you paid for it? That's actually true. I don't know if it's because I value. Pay, There's value in it. I just love the fact that I can relate to it. I yeah. see August 2016, yeah. July 2016, I can relate to that. When I see it now, I can't relate to what I read yesterday or last week. Mm. Maybe I'm wrong, but I don't mm. think I'm unique. No, I, do. I, I do agree with that, though. All right, so let's uh, get the last one in. Alex, I think this is for you. Any advice that you could give him to help him on his journey? trying to get into the industry as a motoring journalist? Yeah, so I'll I'll just speak from, you know, from my point of view in, mm. in a retrospective manner because I've always loved cars. Yeah. My, my parents told me when I grew up- It doesn't up, make you a unique boy, just by the way. Make, yeah. No, it absolutely <laughs> yeah. doesn't. You know, I think there's there's probably millions of people that, okay. that love looking if, at cars. If you didn't like cars, I'd say, no, that's unique. <laughs> <laughs> Especially being in this role. Correct. Um, okay, but differentiating factors aside, you know, grew up, uh, first word I ever uttered was auto, which in Italian means car. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from from as early as I can remember, I'd always been drawing cars. So I was fortunate enough to be able to study after, after high school, studied industrial design at UJ. And the the end goal of that was to eventually become an automotive designer. Obviously, that is an even more niche industry. You really, and in South Africa, the industry is almost non-existent. So, um, you know, I had that opportunity. And while I was studying, I got exposed to cameras, DSLRs. I used one of my lecturer's camera to go to a track day because I've owned an Alpha since I, since I was, well, my entire driving career. That's me embracing my Italian heritage. Which also is a matter of interest. As you mentioned, it's the 156. Unfortunately, not the V6 because I, I was a student when I got it. But what year did that come out? No idea. You tell me. 1999. 1999. One car of the year in the same year. Correct. It was the two liter twin spark. 2.5 V6. Mm-hmm. It was I'm just sure. something yeah. about that engine. Yeah. They also, sorry, they also made the two liter twin spark, of yeah, course. Which is the one I have. So he's, also, a he's also another big Alpha fan. Are you not fist Okay, what are you driving? Spider. So oh. which one do I have? So it's not my everyday car, but I've got a beautiful Alpha Spider 2007, okay. the Brera yeah. Q4 manual. So you've got the V6 that isn't an Alpha V6, though. I'm going to call a spade a spade here. Still a great car. My uncle's got the, the, the Q4 <laughs> Brera with 18 inch horseshoe rims. Yes. But uh, you know, the one criticism we have of that car, they opted not to take the Busso, which is one of the best sounding V6s yeah, yeah. ever made. And they put in the GM block, obviously, when they're under part. So the crazy thing is, he's not wrong, mm-hmm. but I've got an Alpha 3.2 V6. Mm-hmm. That's my story, and I'm sticking <laughs> to it. Listen, you've still got two cylinders on me and Leave my, my twin spot. Beautiful. Anyways, back to the story. Started yeah. going to track days with, with the Alpha guys on breakfast runs, started taking cameras, and um, started re- refining my trade with photography. Obviously, I'm a creative. I've got creative eye. So the photography kind of just fed into that. And I found a publication online called Alpha Attitude that I'm still very affiliated with 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 events south african or international the international international? international but it's a it's, it's the largest private alfa romeo group in the world they've wow. got about eighty thousand followers on instagram maybe more i'm not too sure and um they're pretty much the authority in getting information from alfa romeo and i um this is just before COVID. i think i sent we had one of the concourse days at the mall of africa took a ton of photos, sent them through to them. This was just blind luck, DM them, said, just photos, if you want to use them, feel free. And the editor, his name is Marius, actually just said, listen, great photos. Can you write a story though mm-hmm. to accompany them? And that was the first time I ever wrote an article about cars. So that only happened How good about was it? Or how bad was it? 
I don't know. Like, it, 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 listen, it was probably terrible, but it was a stepping stone. And yeah. and I think for Tebojo, this is the important thing. You know, this is this 100%. is this is something that won't you know happen overnight. I think mm, if you want to get mm. good at something, as with anything in life, it might take years of experience. So, from that to to when I started this, took about two and a half years. Obviously, the photography side of things, I'd been shooting since about 2013, 2014, almost a decade now. So, it takes a while for you know for you to refine your craft. Um, the other thing you can do to, you know, to, uh, to really improve your writing is is read. Find a journalist you like, find a publication you like, one that is unbelievable advice. Mm. Make that that opens your imagination when you read. So you're looking at words, um, but in your imagination you're seeing an entire story unfold. Find something beautiful to read. Once you do that, um, you can start really refining your your own writing craft, and you can try and make it. So I just want to add to that. Sorry to cut you off. No, go for it. He could be a writer, right? Like we do. He could be a presenter on TV. He could be a presenter on radio. So I, I started out on TV. I didn't start out in writing. So if he wants to get into writing, perfect advice. But he could also go into TV, radio. Guga, you're unique. You've got a face for TV, <laughs> a voice for radio, <laughs> and a personality for podcasts. <laughs> Thank so you. I just say, you're unique. This uh, is true. I think, I think though, in yeah. terms of ease of access into the industry, the, the easiest channel is mm. going through writing because mm. that's where most... Mm skills are needed yeah. and most publications mm. require but, but I do for, agree with you but mm. for me what is key take Tabojo as the question sent in there's hundreds there's thousands of Tabojos yep. the motor trade itself is your platform yeah. mm. go to any dealership you like go to any brand you like write an article on them say hi guys I'm ah. an Alpha fan I'm a Porsche fan I'm a Nissan fan want to write something for you yeah. send it in what do you guys think Costs you nothing. They're not going to pay you for it, but that might just be your stepping well, it's stone. A, it's a step. It's a stepping stone. stone. Yeah. yeah. We Lovely. have more questions than Tabojo today. No, Tabojo, I think he, he's got what he needs. If we, I, have, I was, if we haven't covered for Tabojo what needs to be covered, we can't do better. That was pretty conclusive. So, Tabojo, the entire podcast has been answering your questions. You're welcome, brother. You're welcome. <laughs> Want SA's leading insurance? Visit changecars.co.za and click on the discovery logo. The next one is from Shiham. He's from Phoenix in KZN, hometown, by the way. Um, he hasn't given us his age. Are you from Phoenix or KZN? Just I'm KZN. <laughs> Just KZN. Sorry about the Joburg weather. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so what he wants to know is, and it's a very simple and straightforward one, are journalists paid by car manufacturers or are their reviews completely unbiased? Okay, so I think that's two questions. First and foremost, any credible motoring publication will be impartial in their stories. Have you ever First received an envelope? Is the question. Um, I, I in may the two have, years. I may have, but I may have just put it in the back pocket and still written what I believe. Okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, obviously, we get treated to lovely events. We get mm, treated to gifts, which are normality in the industry. But it's and open. It's not. It is a, open. It's, it's not, not behind the scenes. No, it's not back. What do they? Cool. What do they call it? Backhand. Backhanders. Backhanders. Backhand under the table, under the table, handshakes, things like that. None of that really exists from what I've seen. Yeah. Um, it's a pretty clear and open cut relationship because remember, there's so many publications that exist. If one's praising a car that's not great and the other's saying it's terrible, the majority of ask questions, you'll know. Yeah. You'll know. Sure. So yeah, that I think that should answer the second part of the question. And we we don't get paid by the we don't get paid by the motoring. Okay, this is my question now. Are influencers paid? Influences. Look, I am not entirely qualified to answer, but I'd assume they would be because they, you know, they obviously have their sponsored posts and everything. Just based on how social media works, I think that they would probably be paid either by the manufacturer or mm -hmm. the PR company. Per that's, post. Per post, exactly. Mm -hmm. So that's again why I say if you want credible information, 
you don't necessarily, or you, you can look at influences, but if you want truly credible information, you go to um, a murdering journalist. Well, I've always got the impression, and it's positive for a journalist, mm. that your reputation and your name mm. is ultimately what's important yeah. to you. You mentioned one is dissing it, one is uh, saying it's wonderful. One of you is going to look like an idiot, and mm. one of you that looks like an idiot is the one that deserves to look like an idiot. Yes. Take the car of the year, yeah. Coty. Yeah. Okay. All of the people that are judges there, I will guarantee you, my personal belief uh -huh. is not one of them could be bought. Am I wrong? Yeah. Hundred percent. No. I okay. agree. Because because also to be on that panel of judges, I think you have to have a vast amount of experience. Yeah, your you names do. have been un, um would, wouldn't you have do. ever been sullied. Mm. So you are probably the most credible of sources in the industry. For me, the prestige of saying I was a car of the year journalist yeah. for twenty six years in a row, I wasn't. But I'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> that would have been nice. Yeah. What a title. <laughs> but I think that's a fair yeah. answer to yeah. question. The credibility of a journalist yeah, is everything. Yeah. Don't doubt it. So but yeah, bottom line, we are paid by our publications. So uh, so so you paid magazine. a salary to write exactly, and, and, exactly. and review cars, exactly. right? And then obviously there's sometimes external um, contributors like yeah. uh, freelancers that would be um, put on, on launches or events and they'd obviously be paid, but by the publication. So we, the, the, there wouldn't be any exchange between a publication, um, between a journalist and a manufacturer. Mm. Uh, as car magazine, we obviously have manufacturers that pay yes. to advertise with us mm -hmm. in our magazine. Sure. But that works but that's like business. any that exactly that works like any that's commercial arrangement. Commercial yeah. arrangement would. So that but that doesn't you know, it's not they're not paying us to talk about their car and say it's good. So for Tabor and Shaham, mm -hmm. what we're saying is a two million rand a year salary that you earn as a journalist is more than enough. You don't need anything. <laughs> so you've got minus about two zeros from that. <laughs> yeah, that would probably okay. be the sounds about right. Yeah. Awesome. <laughs> okay. Need advice? Visit changecars.co.za and click on the Keep It or Change Cars tab. Next one is from Tony. Tony's from Randburg and he's retired, but he says as only his ID proves that he's <laughs> 69, right? And not his behavior or energy level. So he's probably young at heart. Oh, right? Love that. Yeah. Like you. Thank you, Gugu. <laughs> he had his birthday recently, by Listen, the way. I, I, act, I act my shoe size and not my age permanently. <laughs> he, and, and that should be the motto of everybody. <laughs> yeah, actually. Yeah, can you see I'm trying to get you away from something? <laughs> no. So the birthday party is fantastic. It was on Wednesday last week. Say thank you very oh, happy much. Happy birthday. Thank you. I appreciate okay. it. Now, moving on. Do you want to sing for him? Uh, I don't no. know, with this husky voice, I don't know if you'd appreciate it that much. Okay, let me, let's it it was it. a big 50, so I'll accept oh, any wow. voice. Oh, wow, congratulations, though. Thank so, you, so I appreciate that. So what new car did your, did, your, did your loving relatives and family get you? An alpha maintenance plan <laughs> was their gift Which to me. Which is pretty, <laughs> pretty damn valuable, damn actually. Damn expensive. <laughs> actually, pretty damn valuable. <laughs> okay, so Tony's keen to know um, our guest view on the next big thing in the motoring space, both locally and internationally. What do you guys think Oof. is the next big thing in this space? This is, this is, I, I think, I think the go-to is EVs. hundred percent. I was going to say the mm. obvious answer is electric. Yeah. But what I want to know, is it going to be hydrogen powered cars? Mm. I think that's the best. That's the smartest in mm. my opinion. I agree. Hydrogen. I mean, hydrogen powered cars, I've never understood why. I mean, again, obviously I don't know how much power they can generate. Mm. So if you ask me my knowledge of hydrogen, exactly zero. Yeah. Okay. I just know you don't want to breathe hydrogen. No, or whatever. no, 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 no. But hydrogen's got to be uh, ev is yeah. going to be short-lived i think i agree so i i'm a i'm not a naysayer of ev technology i just mm -hmm. based on the past few years and how many resources we've been able to extract from the earth there's absolutely no way we can satisfy the amount of demand with europe banning all ice powered cars by the end of the decade 
To which I have actually just read before I came in here that mm. they are relooking that, they will, they have that constitution to relook because there's mm. physically no way. Mm, so correct. EVs are still going to be a big thing. Mm. It's not fantastic from a petrol hit point of view, but trust me, at Google, I think you and I can agree on this. As a commuter car, unbelievable, mm. quiet, yeah. easy, uh, easy to drive, and they are so much more um, economical way in more. terms of um, obviously they're not using petrol. But if you had to do the cost of electricity per kilometer and how many units you spend, they're so much cheaper to run. But hydrogen-powered cars, I believe, are probably the... the so, uh, so what I always say is electric cars are the short-term future, mm -hmm. and I think hydrogen is probably going to be the long-term future. And, you know, this is still a relatively untapped technology. Believe it or not, technolo um, EV-powered cars have been around for as long as petrol-powered cars. Correct. But the technology Did you died. know that? Yeah, correct. Yeah. I mean, if you go... About 100 years ago, there were as many EVs mm -hmm. on the road or available. You as look at the trams cars. in, um, and again, in different technology, but mm. you look at the early trams in Joburg, they were electric powered. Electric. Okay. Obviously, obviously connect hard, um, correct, hard, hard wired to the... But mm. what you're saying is they've been around a long, long time. People mm. think EV technology is a 2010s technology. Uh, something, yeah. yeah. And yeah. I, I think it has taken major strides over the past decade. No, but, all I, but all I'm saying with the statement is in the next couple of years, watch where hydrogen technology goes because I think there really is a future there. And I mean, I think Toyota, Toyota is had them arrive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the Toyota um, state of the industry address at Kalami, they mm. they obviously showed South Africa what their year was going to look like, and they brought the Toyota Mirai, which mm. is hydrogen powered. And how that works is it's got an electric motor and a battery, mm -hmm. and there's a chemical reaction that happens in. Okay, I'm going to geek yeah, yeah. out for a moment yeah. here, and I'm under correction with this because um, I very quickly kind of just try to get an understanding of this, but. How it works is that a chemical reaction takes place with with the hydrogen fuel that's refueled into the tank, and that charges the battery, which mm -hmm. in turn propels the electric motor, which pushes the wheels forward. So you don't have to plug it into your wall. Um, the biggest problem we have in South Africa is we do not have enough electricity as it is right now. So how are you going to support a grid that has... Two million new car registrations sure. over a couple of years. You don't There's have no enough and the consistency of. Yeah. That's, that's terrible. Absolutely. So hydrogen, um, you know, they're obviously dealing with the volatility of the of the of the compound, but they've made it the to the point. Now. But they made it to the point where you know you can refuel it now because I know mm. there were a lot of naysayers saying, Oh, you know, it's gonna blow up when you try and refuel it. Think about what petrol is, guys. It's flammable. If we could make petrol work and if we have this massive infrastructure where we've got petrol stations every five kilometers wherever mm. you go, then there's no saying that hydrogen power can't work the same way. Okay, but you know what's just interesting about mm. you said the way an electric vehicle drives? There's not a shadow of doubt in my mind mm. that a person today who's 10 or 11 years old hasn't driven a car mm. seven, eight years from now. Electric vehicles are going to be the norm. His mom, his dad's not going to be driving a petrol vehicle. He won't have a concept of the characteristics of a petrol of a vehicle. Petrol car. When I drive an electric vehicle, mm -hmm. personally, I want to hurl. I detest it. <laughs> Tell us why. I detest it. You're a pure petrol head. I am a pure petrol an alpha yeah. Google. I mean, that says everything you need to know Come about on. the A man. car for me has mm -hmm. got three things that I love. Yeah. The way it looks, mm -hmm. the way it drives, and the way it sounds. Okay. Mm -hmm. Any car can look good. An EV can look good. A Tesla looks good. Festival of Motoring last year, I had the pleasure of driving some of the EV cars there. And I'm going to mention brands because that would be uh, disingenuous to them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I detested it. That regenerative... What's it, how do you pronounce the word? Regenerative braking. That's it. That's why we got him. <laughs> Respectfully, <laughs> I know exactly which brands you drove. Still fantastic EVs yeah. though. Nothing yeah. against them, but yeah. I, I completely but get it what was, you say. It was, it was horrible. Yeah. And that silence, it just, yeah. it's just weird. I like silence when I sleep. You don't have I don't anything. like silence when I drive. <laughs> 
You don't have anything less than a six cylinder in your garage, do you? Don't. Okay, do they make so. cars that are smaller than six cylinders today? <laughs> Is a 3.2 V6 not the smallest engine on the market? <laughs> Listen, we're not even going to be talking about cylinders in a few years' time, so Imagine enjoy it while it but lasts. But you talk about the term sonorous. Yeah. I mean, just the way a V8 sounds, ah, that exhaust, yes. when you start the car and it's, it's cold, an experience. it's Absolutely. an experience. And it idles higher yeah. than, or louder, okay? Yes. Like start an Audi R8 V10 yes. in the morning, okay? If you're a little bit tired, you wake up you immediately. Wake up. It's yeah. just, you can't be tired. One of my favorite words, Tabojo, if you start writing or if you start presenting, one of my favorite words as an automotive journalist is visceral. I thought you were going to say sonoras. Sonoras. Well, that too. I think they, I think they both <laughs> lend into the same meaning. But but it's all about the driving experience. Yeah. And just for context, my car doesn't have back seats. It's got half a roll cage in. It's it's something that is completely visceral. If someone had to get into it expecting comfortable drive, they'd get out with a broken back and sure. hate themselves. Mm. But that's but, what turns you on about that car. For me... That is as good as it gets. You know, I enjoy hearing the sound. I enjoy being connected. I, I you know, I hate, um, you know, disconnected steering wheels that are, you know, electronically yeah, connected. Yeah, yeah. I want to feel every little bump that I go over the road. You know, when you go on track, every every little curb that you that you hit when you're going around the apex, you want to feel. You want to hear everything that's going on in the car because essentially that could mean something's going right or something's going wrong and that could obviously help you prevent an accident from happening or something to that effect. But so, there's a term going back many years in the aviation industry and in the car industry, drive it by the seat of your pants or fly it by the seat of your pants. You get feedback. You drive it ultra modern top of the range car is just soulless there's just, just nothing it's just quality yeah. but there's no feedback through the brakes there's no feedback through the suspension there's no feedback through the steering but you okay? know why that is because we're a dying breed no most we are a dying breed most so, people don't want what we want so bmw cars have changed right they're not the driver focused cars that they used to be that rear wheel drive that drive engaging feel, feel, no it's not that and i had a chat with them and i said guys why are your cars like this now what's going on they said, you're a dying breed. Yeah. The new generation, a new era of drivers, tech, tech, they just want to get from here to here. And with a BMW badge on there. Yeah, that's it. Just to build on what you were saying there, Google, um, at the end of the day, you don't want these manufacturers to go bust. So essentially, they've still got to cater to the needs of the market. And like you say, we're a dying breed. So in, at, the, at the end of the day, the bottom line is what counts. You know, if they're going to make a car that, that mm-hmm. that's not only going to sell to us, mm-hmm. which we'll absolutely love, it, it doesn't make sense because it's it's... It's gotten to the point where it's quantity over quality. For sure. But now, you should never drive a car with your eyes closed. Just mm-hmm. remember that. But if your eyes were closed mm-hmm. in a 90s car, I give you my word, I would tell you, I'm in a Toyota, I'm in a BMW, I'm in a Mercedes, True. I'm in an mm-hmm. Alpha. True. I would tell you that. They're just by the way, yeah. get in a modern car today. And it's not knocking them. I'm just saying they're all the same. Mm. Top quality, ultra smooth. Or do you, would you see a difference that they all feel very similar? No, I think... I think a lot of them have become a little bit more soulless in this pursuit. And, mm-hmm. you know, they've festooned the interiors with, are festooned with screens, which kind of take a little bit of the character of the interior away from them. Some manufacturers have done very well to incorporate them in, but I do agree with you for the most part. For sure. Yeah, so ultimately, the next best thing or the biggest thing in motoring is EV water. technology. EV, hydrogen, awesome. I love sparkling water. So that, <laughs> that excites me. <laughs> just, just boil it a little bit. Yeah, let it do this a bit. Change Cars proudly endorses Absa Vehicle Finance for your dream car. Right, so finally, we've also got some female fans of the podcast, amazingly enough. You can thank me for that, guys. You're welcome. <laughs> no, no question. <laughs> Maybe I can push those numbers up as well. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Uh, so this one's from Debbie. Debbie's from Kimberly, and she has a super question for us, right? 
She loves driving in the open road. Mm-hmm. And that for her is the number one reason why she loves living in the Northern Cape. I've never been there, so I don't know. Debbie wants to know from us what we would consider the best driving roads in SA. Alex, you been to the Northern Cape? I think I've been actually to every province in the country, fortunately enough. What about you? Yeah. I want to hear, so, I want to hear. I have, so I have. So the Northern Cape, I've often said it's miles and miles of F all. Yes. Kimberley to Uppington. Mm. Don't hold me to it, but roughly 600 Ks. Mm. And the joke I make is you could drive on the wrong side of the road and you won't have a problem. It is so quiet. The roads are very, very good. Mm. In terms of open road driving, you'll go a long way to better the Northern Cape roads. But pure driving roads... I've got different. Yourself? It's definitely going to be in the Western Cape and in Pumalanga. So, pretty God. I swear Western on my life. Western Cape and my Pumalanga, right? Watch out, Gordon's Bay. Um, there's a Clarence Roy Drive. Ace Crow, Chapman's Peak. <laughs> you watch our show, All Things Motoring. I called it Motoring Nirvana. Yeah, yeah. Yes. And I said, Umpumalanga uh-huh. and the Western Cape. He's not copying me. I'm not copying him. We're just brothers from another mother. Looking to buy a new or used car? Visit changecars.co.za. Alex, thank you so much for your time, brother. Hopefully, we'll be seeing you again in studio. Michael, appreciate it as always. And if you need any motoring-related advice, whether it be car-related, bike-related, insurance, financing, email us, podcast at changecars.co.za, and we will do our best to answer your question. For South Africa's best motoring content, catch all things motoring on DSTV Channel 189 and on YouTube. New episodes every week.